Alongside Seth Goldberg, I'm Stephen Fonte. Tuesday edition of Orange Nation. We are brought to you in part by Duntire. We have no guests lined up for you today. We want to hear from you. 315-437-7644 ESPN44. If you'd like to get involved, uh, we have a lot to get to. We'll uh, certainly talk some football as the show moves along. NFL, it is Tuesday, so top five, bottom five. Uh, we have our overall top five Tuesday question uh, if you were listening to the show yesterday, I'll give you a hint uh, what we're going to be talking about uh, today. If you were listening at this time yesterday, right off the top of about yesterday's 20 show. 20 minutes from now. Yeah, Adnan Verk. Yeah. It, was, it was somewhere in that interview. Gave us our topic uh, for Top 5 Tuesday, so we'll get to that as the show moves along. Uh, but we begin with SU basketball. We, we saw uh, our, our second look, I guess, at this team in game action, exhibition game number two. Uh, it... Uh, didn't get off to a great start. Uh, that's an understatement. Syracuse fell behind 11 nothing. Fell behind ugly. by as many as 15 in that first half and then got it to act together. The, the key stretch, I thought, Seth, was right before the half. They go on that little mini 9-0 run. It was all Tyus Battle and Frank Howard. They scored all nine of those points. Uh, cut it from a 14-point uh, a deficit down to five going into the locker room. And then you felt like, okay, everything's fine now. And then, sure enough, they come out. They go on a little mini run to start the second half, take the lead, and, and never look back, win by 25. Steve, they scored 12 points in the first 16 minutes, then 12 points in the following four minutes. Like that That's how the offense broke down in the first half. You mentioned that mini 9-0 run. I would, I would really just throw in the final four minutes when they scored 12 points because that matched their output from the first uh, three quarters of, of the first half. All right, so about a week and a half ago, I asked you the question on the show, and I said, what do we feel like we know about this team? And I remember we had Mike Waters on. We asked him the same thing, and, and he was on the television version of Orange Nation a week ago tonight, and we asked him, what do we know about this team? And I think we all kind of agreed, everyone that I've talked to has kind of agreed, yeah, we know Tyus Battle's good, but beyond that, a bunch of question marks. Well, we've now seen them play twice, right? We saw them play last Wednesday. We saw them play last night. We have a small sample size, but we have a better idea, I think, some to some degree, of, of what this team is all about. So I'll, I'll pose the question to you again, Seth, as we start this show and, and pose the question to our listeners as well, again, at 4 ESPN 44. What do we feel like we know about this team as the, the regular season know. opener I'm not sure. awaits on Friday? I think Tyus Battle's pretty good. I think O'Shea Brissett's going to be pretty good. Um, other than that, I'm not really sure. Um, I, I'm, I'm really not sure what we know about this team. Um, the one thing I'm really curious about that they didn't do is they didn't play any third person in the middle of the zone, which I thought they would do just to kind of, like, try it. Right? Who would like you put there? I don't know. Who would you put there? I Like, is it Brissett? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. I think that's the. I think that's why I didn't see it. No, but <laughs> because but, I don't think you, have, you. You don't. I don't think you, you have say, a third option. But no, but but you're going to need it. Are you? Yes, you yeah. absolutely. Sidibe and and Chukwu got into foul trouble against Southern Connecticut. You're going to need it. You might need it Friday. You got ten fouls between those guys. You it, might need they, it on Friday. Well, 
I don't think so. I don't think Jubal gonna, fouled out against Southern New Hampshire. I don't think you're going to need it in some of these these non-league games early on. Will you need it against a bigger front line in the ACC? But potentially. My point, but my point being, why not do it? And get, why not at least test it out in games that don't count? But, well, but whatever. That, that's this, a secondary this is what point. I, well, you just asked the question. My answer to that would be: You have two first-year players in the other forward spots in, in Matthew Moore. I know he was in the program last year, but this is his first time with actual game action, and you've got a true freshman in O'Shea Brissett on the other side. Right. And it, they've got their hands full learning the defense and learning the rotations and getting comfortable as it is in those spots. I'm not sure you want to throw them into the mix of, you know, can you play the five as well? Like, get your spot down first. Like, fair. get used to playing the four. I, I really think that that's the reason. That's fair. And um, you got two, you got ten fouls between those two guys, and you know you hope that that'll be enough to get you through a game. I guess. I mean, you have to hope. I I just don't know that it will be. And I guess I expected to see just a, a test of all right, who who else can do it? Let's throw some guys in there. And I'm see. not sure that guy's on the roster. I don't know. Though. I don't know if he is. Uh, and I guess that would be why you didn't do it. And maybe they've um, tried it in practice, and we don't. They know could. That. They could. Um, but th- then the other thing. Uh, that I'm curious about and and wondering your thoughts here. Is it a bad sign that um, in both games they've needed the press to kickstart the offense? Because the offense didn't really get much going against Southern New Hampshire, and they fell behind, and it wasn't much, but they fell behind. And then they fell behind by 15 in this game against Southern Connecticut. And uh, Look, I don't want to make any big, rash, you know, sweeping generalizations, uh, but much like the football game against Central Connecticut State, I'll focus more on the bad because if you did something bad against one of these teams, you're probably going to do it bad against another team. And the offense got off to slow starts in both games, and the press was needed to to really kickstart it. And is that going to be possible when you're playing better competition? It's funny uh, you just brought that up uh, and asked me if, if I think it's a bad sign because I, I kind of, before the show started, scribbled down my observations and my takeaways and what I think I know about this team uh, You know, before I posed the question to you. And one of the things I think I know about this team is that they're going to struggle in the half-court at times scoring. And then right after that, I put down on my piece of paper might be at their best when they press, not necessarily on defense, but it might actually help the offense more. Right. Do I think it's a bad sign? No. I think it's what we expected. We didn't expect this team to be able to shoot the three very well. Knowing that you're not going to get much out of the center position from an offensive standpoint, and you've got these new pieces to the puzzle, I think we expected them to struggle at times in the half-court scoring. If Ty's battle is off, or if Ty's battle draws a tough defensive assignment, uh, they're going to have to find other ways to score. Now, I do think O'Shea Brissett is going to be able to to fit the bill as the, the number two scorer on the offense, but you know Frank Howard's not really necessarily a scoring no. point guard. He had 19 last night, and and that's great if he can give you offensive production, but I'm not sure how much you want to rely on your point guard to to, to score the basketball uh, and, and get you out of the funk. You've got Tyus Bell, you've got O'Shea Brissett, and I do think that they're going to struggle at times uh, in the half court. I so, think we knew I think we thought I, I don't want to say we knew, but I think we thought at least that this team was going to be stru- uh, have, have a struggle offensively, exactly. right? Like so like you said is it a bad sign. Gonna, we knew there were going to be issues. I don't know that I thought they were going to score 8 points in in, well, in that's 12 the extreme. minutes. You that, know like that is the extreme right. and it's early and and again, so you're right. We can't draw too many, you know, sweeping conclusions from two exhibition games. Last night was the extreme. They can't go that long uh, 
you know, you, you can't spot an opponent eleven nothing lead, fall down by fifteen, no. and expect every time the press is going to work and snap your fingers and you come back. I get that, but you asked me if it's a bad sign. I don't think it's necessarily a bad sign because I think it's it's kind of what we expected out of this team that at times they're going to struggle scoring the basketball, and when they do, I think in a way. It's an encouraging sign that the press has looked as good as as it has. Now, it is against two Division II opponents, but you've got the pieces there. They're long. They're athletic. The, the new guys have shown the ability to uh, you know, scramble and, and make plays and, and, and tip passes, and you've got the big guys in, in the back. You know, They were talking on the broadcast last night about you know, the, the center position being the safety. I think it's a great way to sure. describe it. They just kinda, they're the safety valve back there. They'll block shots uh, if needed. They're a presence at the rim. Uh, I think this team could be a good defensive team slash a, a good pressing team. So I think that's encouraging. Um, to your point about the offense, yeah, I think that is going to be a problem at times throughout the years and, and throughout this year. And that that is one of my takeaways from these first two games is that what I suspected, um, we're, we're seeing some proof that, that this might be the case, that against a couple of Division II teams, you know, they, they struggled. Now, you've got new guys learning new roles, and, and it, it's going to be a process – I think the term growing pains is going to come up quite a bit this year. I think we're seeing this team go through some growing pains. They're they're not a great outside shooting team. I mean, they were, what, 1-for-10 in the first half from 3 in the first exhibition game. They were 2-for-13 from 3 in the first half last night. That's troublesome. Uh, you got to find other ways to score. And if you're going to struggle in half court, one way to score is to kick the yeah, pace up a notch. Right. And and even if you're giving up baskets, even if you just speed up the game, uh, you don't necessarily have to get steals every time, but if you speed up the game, it might lead to some easy baskets. Sure, and, and I think that this team is going to need that, and I think that this team that that's where this team will be at its best. Um, I, I just... You know, I, I I just watched that game last night, and I watched the game early uh, late last week, and I just said, you know what, this team is struggling. That that the, this team needs something to kickstart them. Uh, you know, each time, um, and, and it doesn't seem to be coming. You know, just in the natural flow of things, uh, offensively. You know, it, it really seems like Tyus Battle and maybe O'Shea Brissett are their only three point shooters, and even with that, they only made three combined threes on thirteen tries last night. Um, I know they got a lot of unlucky bounces, but they only made three out of 13 threes. Uh, you know, Gino Thorpe came off the bench, and who knows if he's 100% healthy. Uh, I think he just looked all right last night. I, I don't know if he's healthy or not again, but uh, I think he just looked kind of all right. And it, that, that seems to be the third shooter, but this team is going to need to have it come from somewhere. Um, I I just don't know where that offense will be coming from. You brought up uh, after the first exhibition game uh, last Wednesday, so I guess it was Thursday show a week ago, you brought up uh, Mark Dolezal and you said that you thought maybe that they would redshirt him. And the more I think about it, and after watching him play a couple of times, I'm not so sure they're going to retro him. I think he's more skilled than maybe you and I both gave him credit for. I mean, you see that thin frame, you say, well, he's got to put on weight, which he absolutely needs to do. Oh, I think do. he's going to be a very good player. Right. I, I think... There's a, a very good chance he's going to play this year, though. And, you know, you look at the, the position that he plays. He's obviously a forward. And outside of Maury and Brissett, who do, you, who do you have at that position? You have four guards. You have two big guys. You've got two starting forwards. And he's, the, really, well, yeah, the, he's the next guy well, off the bench no, at that position. The, no, the next person is Tyus Battle. No. 
No. Yes, it is. No, he isn't. Yes, it is. They, they We've seen th- that. No, they, they he, haven't we? We've seen that they go three guards. Like, right, they go three is, guards, but they don't. Have, that's that's my that's, point. But that's the next option as far as the defense goes. You move Frank Howard or you move Tyus Battle down to the bottom line. Right, that's the next option right now. He's not a forward though. He's a no. guard, and so yes. if you play a bigger team, you, that is that could be problematic. I'm not saying Dolajaj is going to play 25 minutes a game. My point is, I'm not sure. They're going to redshirt him because he he fits a piece, right? I mean, we've seen him in the press as well. He's very active. He's good, yeah. He, he's got professional experience. He might be able to contribute this year, and you look at what they have coming in next year. I'm not sure how much time he's going to get next year. So if you're going to use him, and you obviously brought him here for a reason, um, the more I think about it, my guess is he's probably not going to redshirt. And I, I think we may see him get some time, especially in the early going. And, and will he be able to compete in the ACC and be physical? I don't know. He's He's got to put on weight, obviously. Um, but I, I just I don't think it's a no-brainer that he's necessarily going to sit because they, outside of Brissett and Moyer, if they need to, to insert a forward, and you're right in that we're going to see the three-guard lineup a lot, but... None of those guys are forwards. I mean, back, no, battle, you can put them on the back line, or you can put He's Frank out on the back line. They're not forwards. No, they so aren't. So if you, you but go I, up against a bigger team, you're not going to want to do that. No, but I think that that's not seen, an ideal situation. But I think that we've it's not ideal. But I think that we've seen that over these two games that those two are more likely to be moved to the back line first rather than going to a forward off the bench. Because to be completely honest, the only one you've got is Marek Dolzhai. And look, it, you said against a bigger more physical team, you don't want to have a, a, a guard down there. Uh, against a bigger, more physical team, 180-pound Marek Dolzhai is going to get taken advantage of. Sure. You know, so it, it's it's pick your poison. And if one if one lineup, and I don't know the answer to this because we've seen two games against D2 teams, uh, including one that, that Geno Thorpe didn't play in, but if your lineup is better offensively with Geno Thorpe rather than Marek Dolzhai, then you go three guys. And, my, my point and is you this, take though, the Seth, hit on defense. My point is this, though. It's a numbers game. And let's say Matthew Moyer rolls his ankle and he's out for two games. Then he's going to start. Right, but you can't redshirt him then, <laughs> is my point. Is it, I'm not saying he's playing 25 minutes a game. I'm saying I don't think they're going to redshirt him. The more I think about it and you look at the numbers and the way this, this roster is made up, I think they're going to need him at times this year. Yeah. And no, I think they might. And again, my concern came from this. They said on the broadcast last night he's listed at 180, and Matt Rose said, like, oh, I think that's really more like 170, right? If he's 170, I've got 50 pounds on him. He needs you know, to put like, on weight. Like, Absolutely. that's an issue. Yes. Oh, no like, doubt. No <laughs> like, doubt. You've got you've got to have a little bit more meat on those bones and a little bit more weight on them, uh, you know, to, to just— you know, forget about fighting for rebounds. Forget about defense. Like he, like it, you, you feel like that's an injury risk. He does seem like an energy guy, though, who does provide yes. you with something. And so, you know, maybe you put him in the game, and and if you're concerned about him being taken advantage of on the backboards, then you press when he's in the game. All I'm sure. saying is, I think I think he is going to to contribute this year in some capacity. I. I no longer think that 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 he's going to redshirt. And you you and I had talked about it, and I hadn't really given it much thought when you brought it up. And I went watching him last night and just thinking more about it and the way this roster is constructed. Um, well, it's a problem. I don't think they yeah. can afford to redshirt him. No, it's it's a problem that SU's got to deal with because they they don't have all that many scholarship guys, and they certainly don't have many scholarship forwards this year. Um, you know, I, it's a problem that they have to deal with. And in, in an ideal world, they probably are redshirting Marek Dolzhai, right? Like, it, it, ideally, they're probably redshirting him and letting him sit this year to get to to put on 35, 40 pounds, whatever, 30, 35 pounds, whatever it may be. 
uh, like they they probably would redshirt him. Uh, but I don't know that they have that luxury, as you said. Right. That's that's uh, what it comes down it's to. Just, it, it's going to be interesting to watch because I, I don't know that I don't know that because of where he's at, if he can be effective. Like I think he's going to be a really good player, and I like what I've seen so far. I just don't know that at his height and weight, he's going to be able to be effective, especially in an ACC game. I like think you against, use him sparingly against I think the you big use UNC team, against the big Duke right. team. You know, like I just I don't know that he's going to be effective. Right, but you could say that about a lot of players that they're good against this opponent. You know, their strengths are you know will equate to production against this opponent, but maybe not so much against this opponent. So I, I get that, and and again, not saying you're going to see him 25 minutes a game. I think you're going to see him though. Uh, and again, it all gets underway Friday night. We may have our answer uh, Friday night. Three one five four three seven seventy six forty four. We do need to take our a timeout. Uh, phone lines open the entire way. No guest lineup for you. We want to talk SU basketball with you. We are back after this on Orange Nation. with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg. Hour number two underway on ESPN Radio. Seth Goldberg, Stephen Fonte with you up until 2 o'clock. 315-437-7644. Phone lines open the rest of the way. And I want to get back to something we discussed at the top of yesterday's show, Seth. We had uh, Adnan Verkon uh, from ESPN, Baseball Tonight, uh, college football, college basketball host. Uh, and we asked him towards the end, he is a movie buff, we asked him for his top five sports movies of all time. And, and there's, a method, yeah. there's, there's a method to my madness. I was thinking, all right, we've got top five Tuesday coming up. So Adnan Verk gave us... His top five gave us one that that you and I had never heard of. Gave us a downhill racer. I'm gonna have to watch that at some point. I'd never even heard of it. Um, it's actually gonna be our next screening at the. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Although this one isn't watch it before you can see it. Plenty of people have uh, had a chance to see it. Sound like it was an older movie. I've never seen it. Uh, never even heard of it. But that was on his top five. Uh, he liked Field of Dreams. He threw Slapshot on there. Major League, Eight Man Out. Um, he mentioned Hoosiers, Hoop Dreams as a couple of honorable mentions, said he didn't love Bull Durham, didn't love The Natural, thinks they're overrated. I thought The Natural was overrated. Me as well. Um, I thought it was good. So that Not got like us thinking, and, and you being the, the movie buff that you are, I huge, figured you would want to chime in on buff. this. Uh, so top five favorite sports movies of all time. And there's no right or wrong, uh, and we want our listeners to help us out as well. So if you've got one, or if you've got five for that matter, uh, give us a call at 4 uh, ESPN 44. So fire away, Seth. Should I go you five, movie four, aficionado Should I go 5, you. four, three, two, one? You, How you do don't you want need to. to. What, we can, this could just be a working list. There's no right, all right. or wrong. All right, so I'll go top down. No, build up to one. Fine. Leave some, one. leave some suspense some for suspense. us. Some suspense. All right. Uh, Bull Durham, five. Uh, I liked it. Funny. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> it was good enough. Uh, you know, my, hey, is it overrated? I don't know. I thought it was really good. Uh, Hoosiers, number four. Caddyshack, number three. Uh, remember the Titans, number two. Number I thought, two. I thought that got overlooked yesterday. 
And uh, Major League, number one. All right, so three of it's my top fantastic. five are on your list. And, and the way that I kind of looked at it, um, I looked at it as if this is on, like if I'm flipping through the stations and I come across it, am I stopping and am I watching? And there's probably more than five on the list, to be honest with you. Like, for instance, uh, Tin Cup gets a, an honorable mention Never for me. seen it. I love Tim, Tin Cup, and I know you know Adnan said that he's not a golf fan, and so he doesn't love it. Uh, Kevin Costner, uh, fantastic. Don Johnson uh, in that as well. Uh, it's it's a great movie. It's 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 funny. Um, if I come across it, I'm gonna watch it. I do have an honorable mention for a league of their own, and it, it not okay. I don't love the movie, but one of my favorite lines of all time comes from that movie when Tom Hanks says it's it's supposed to be hard. Gina Davis is going to quit the team, and he's like, it, you know, it, it, she says it just got too hard. And he I says, thought you were going to say when when she when he's yelling at Madonna, there's no crying. No, 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 no. Okay. no. But when she's going to quit the team, Gina Davis is going to quit the team, and she says it just got too hard. And he looks at her and he says it's supposed to be hard. If it you know if it wasn't hard, then everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. That is one of my favorite movie lines uh, of all time. So because of that, that gets an honorable mention. I did have three on my list. Uh, that you had. I had Remember the Titans on my list. I had Major League on the list. I had Hoosiers on my list. Hoosiers was number one for me. Okay. And it's Fair. it's it's kind of personal. And and yes, you get you know, Sal would be rolling his eyes right now. You probably will as well. It goes back to my senior year in high school, the year we won the state title at Bishop Blood. Uh we watched that movie probably I'm not even joking, probably fifteen times. <laughs> like if of we course. like if we had a seven o'clock game we would a lot of times we would stay after school, get our homework done, whatever, and, and we're killing time. We'd you know have a pregame meal, we'd put Hoosiers on, and it was it was just kind of like our thing, and it was uh, you know it was a way to inspire us or whatever. And, and maybe it sounds cliche or corny, but <laughs> it worked. I mean, we won a state title, and I've got great memories uh, from that movie. So Hoosiers for me was number one. I, I had Rocky number two, and I have never seen Rocky. Oh my God, Seth. That has to be your next movie. I have the DVD sitting in my bedroom. I've never watched it. You got to watch it. I, and I, I love the fact that, and I, you know, spoiler alert here, but you probably know this anyway. I love the fact that he, he loses yeah. the fight. I, I just I, because that is that is not what the movie was about. And it, like you watch it and you get it, but it it would have been so cliche if he, Framed if away. he yeah, but yeah. he didn't. And I love that about it. It was. You know, you, you just you you get it, and you don't even feel bad at the end that he loses. So I I love that movie, uh, and I had Rudy on there as well. As you can tell, I really like the 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 movies that are based on true stories. Obviously, Hoosiers based on a true story. Rudy, uh, remember the Titans, Major League, not so much. Um, I wish Major League was. <laughs> yeah, right. That would make that movie even better. A league if of that, their own based on a true story. If Major League was based on a true story, that would be that would vault it not just to like best sports movie ever. That would vault it into the best movie ever conversation. Could you imagine? If that team was real, that'd be awesome. I, I love that movie. Again, if it's on, I'm I'm watching Major League. Uh, but Rudy was on my list as well. I had Rudy. At Have you watched three. Major League with your son yet, or is he still too young? Ah, uh, I think he's a little too young. We did watch uh, Forty Two together. Okay. Um, I'd watched that it first. Good. I mean, it was this was a couple years ago, and it is PG thirteen. But it was you they know, say a couple words. They yeah, yeah. say a couple words that you're not happy about. But uh, you know, he, he you know we watched it together, and and he he enjoyed it. Um, but, so no, I have not watched Major League with him quite yet. Uh, there are certain parts that uh, maybe he's not uh, not ready for. I don't know. He's eleven. He's he's borderline. 
Um, but no, we haven't watched that that yet. But we we've watched several. We've watched Rudy together. We watched Hoosiers together. Um, it's uh, you know so th- those those movies uh, mean a little something to me. So again, let's let's open it up. Four three seven seventy six forty four. Favorite sports movies of all time. We're leaving out a ton. Uh, we had to pare it down to five. I gave you seven. I mean, um, Field of Dreams is up there for me. I like Field of Dreams a lot. It is it is not based on a true story. No. Um, I I have always wanted to go. Uh, I have really always wanted to go to the place in Iowa. Like, I have no reason to go to Iowa, except I would really like to go to that house because, like, they left the field. Uh, so that would be really cool. I don't know. That's just an absurd story that I thought was fun. And uh, I, I I know that there were much bigger themes to it than man builds baseball field out of cornfield. Uh, <laughs> but, but when I saw it when I was younger, I was just like, that's awesome. I want to do that. One of my best friends growing up, uh, he had a family member who was an extra in that movie. He had family really? out in Iowa, and one of his were they one of the people in the cars at the end? I don't remember what with scene. The, I don't remember what scene the, they were the in. The cars lined up as far um, as you could see. This was a long time James ago. Earl Jones said, "Yeah, I don't remember the okay. scene, but uh, but yeah, they were uh, they were an extra, and and yeah, obviously great movie. Um, I don't want to say overrated because it's. I mean, I mean it's look, a fantastic there, movie. There, there are there are just things wrong with it, like Joe Jackson's a lefty and Ray Liotta's a righty. But <laughs> you know, there there are just things wrong with that movie. But it's still really good. I think Max wants to uh, to chime in. You guys on are our, forgetting our, our top five Tuesday. Some of the best movies. Well, we're like, not what? forgetting that. Uh, we the caller only... that just called. He didn't yeah. want to come on. He. Uh, we are Marshall. Great yeah? movie. Okay. I haven't seen it. Okay. It's okay. I'm not surprised you haven't seen it, but you need to see. Do it. Do I? Yes. Plane crash. Okay. Team comes back and wins. Matthew right? McConaughey, good actor. All right. Terrible commercials. Okay. Miracle. That's good. That that's, was close. That was up there. That's like top. That was, three. I mean, we could do a top twenty. Honestly, I mean, we could. we're yeah, not no, forgetting just miracles. Just, we had a pair of Miracle, yeah, five. miracle was it. very close to making my list. Just reminding you, uh, Rudy was offside. Steve, great movie. <laughs> That's your takeaway. He was offsides, but it's a great movie. You're gonna hate me for this. I thought Rudy was overrated. I I like Rudy. It's a like I how like can it be overrated? It's a true story. It's I mean I I heard it was like the greatest movie of all time. I thought it was. What overrated. did you like? Whoever about it? sold that to you has obviously seen one more movie than you've ever seen in your life. But Hang it's on the a greatest second. Movie of Hang all time. on a second. What did you? What was your problem with it? I I didn't have a problem with it. It was the expectations I had going in, where people were like, every time I was like, oh, I haven't seen Rudy. They're like, how have you not seen Rudy? It's like the greatest thing ever. And then I was like, okay, it was good. It's like it wasn't the greatest movie was, I've ever seen. He gives a shoulder strike. Eh, it was eh, good. Eh. It was good. Was, was Glory World Series, Road mentioned? This World Series. Eh, it was pretty good. Was Glory Road mentioned? No, we did not mention. That's a good movie. movie. Coach yep. Carter. Uh, Glory Glory Road. Uh, Steve said he watched. Uh, Hoosiers with his team when he was younger. I watched Glory Road with one of my teams. So did I. When I was young. Yeah. When I was younger. It was like the yeah. Like middle school. I yep. think that's about when it came out. Have you guys seen the greatest game ever played? I know Seth hasn't, but Steve. Oh, I have not. Golf movie, Shia LaBeouf. Very good. Nope. I've not seen that. Very good. Talladega Nights. <laughs> Semi pro. Come on. These are different. Really, these is are Talladega different Nights genres. really a sport like I know that it's NASCAR. It like, is, is a it sports re- movie. NASCAR no, is not, a sport, but it's no. That's not even my debate. Like, is that even really about NASCAR? Like that. That's not really a sports movie. Does a, lot, it involve a lot of these NASCAR? cases, though, they're not about the sport. They're obviously about no, something but, greater. But right. Talladega Nights, Caddyshack. Like, it's about getting the groundhog off the golf course. <laughs> it's not about golf. It's about a war against the groundhog. <laughs> Great example, Max. <laughs> I'm not oh, wrong. But, but, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't put Talladega Nights in sports movies. Okay, okay. Well, but, last one I got sure. for you is Dodgeball. 
Fair. I like I dodgeball. I love Dodgeball's dodgeball. awesome. I actually was at Tully's the other night watching Monday Night Football, and there was, you know, Sky Zone, the trampoline yes, park? Yes, I'm They had a national it. championship dodgeball tournament oh, in a goodness. Sky Zone park. Oh, it was my like goodness. A, like a, it was like a cage of trampolines, and there was that like sounds awesome. four on four dodgeball. Dodgeball is a fantastic movie. I guess I don't look at it as a sports movie, but it I, is. Is it bad that I think of that as a sports movie more so than Talladega Nights? No, because ESPN The Ocho was a real thing for a little bit. This no, year. but like I don't know. It's just like actually like the 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 dodgeball is like the that's where everything happens. Like in the Talladega Nights thing, a lot of stuff happens not in the. You know, not on Dodge the races. Ball's classic. The, it is the, absolutely uh, the best uh, actor in that movie. Best character, Steve I guess. the pirate. Okay, I was going to go with Jason Bateman. Oh yeah, that's fantastic. He the was, announcer. Yes. Yes. Um, that is a fantastic movie. It is, and again, we could have like a a top twenty. I just like Steve the pirate. Where at the end, it's like like the one guy is like, "Who's Steve?" The- <laughs> The guy who always dressed as the pirate. And then he shows up not dressed as a pirate and he goes, hey, it's Steve the Pirate. Yeah. I mean, that, that is, uh, that's a great movie. Uh, it really is. 315-437-7644 uh, if you'd like to check in. Uh, who do we have, Seth? We got Tyler in Syracuse. All right. Tyler wants to check in on our top five Tuesday question. Hey, Tyler, how are you? You guys forgot any given Sunday. Yeah, again, I not, did not didn't forget necessarily it. forget it. it. There are so many we could choose from. So if you want yeah. to make your case for any just, given Sunday, it's a very just, good movie as well. Just the emotion portrayed by all the players, and I, I love that movie. What's your favorite sports movie? Is that is that it, or is there another one that's, that's the, not? Hoosiers is my favorite. All right, good. I, good yep. man. You're a good man. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks all right, I appreciate you checking in. I did not forget any given Sunday. Uh, I I have not seen any given Sunday. That is that is not on my list of movies I've seen. That's your mo. You've you've only seen about. I, I'm I'm glad you were able to put together the top five. I, I could have put together I was concerned. more. I could have had dodgeball. I should have put dodgeball in my top five. Uh, maybe over Bull Durham. I don't know. Uh, I should have put. Uh, I could have put Talladega Nights. Miracle almost made my list. Wow! Um, look at you. You've seen almost seen, ten sports movies. I've seen the new Longest Yard. Does that count? Uh, like no, it's not. I, that was nowhere near my list. But I've seen the new one, not like the Burt Reynolds one, even though I know Burt Reynolds is in the new one, too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure where I stand on that. Back to the lines. Uh, Chuck in North Syracuse up next. Hey, Chuck. Hey. Uh, I just had two that I haven't heard mentioned yet. Um, I, one I watch with my grandson all the time. Sandlot. That's and, a good one. Uh, I haven't heard the Ernie Davis movie. Oh, The Express. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people around here like. I liked it a lot. I, I didn't put it in my top five. I have not seen Sandlot, um, so I you can't. Haven't? I haven't. No, oh, come um, on. I can't. Oh, watch sp- it. Watch it. It's a great little movie about great. kids and baseball and. Okay. It'll bring you right back. And to the baseball goes to the monster, and it's good. Yeah, the big dog in the backyard. You'll love it. Yeah. All right, I uh, I'll have to check it out. I appreciate yeah. you uh, checking in, uh, Chuck. Uh, let's get another one in. We've got uh, Jerry in Syracuse up next on Orange Nation. Hey, Jerry. Hey, you got to pick the Express. Yeah, we just had another that's vote for Chuck the Express. Said, yeah. Yes, uh, yeah, you know that's going to be a popular movie around here, no doubt about it. Very well done, very well yeah. done. I thought Dennis Quaid yeah, was great was great too. in that movie. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. All right, appreciate I have checking seen in, the Jerry. Express. I would hope so. I have seen the Express. You know what? I watched it. I was on a bus trip when I was a student from SU down to the Meadowlands for one of the games down there, and we watched it on the bus. And again, I I love the 
true stories made into movies and you know based on a true story i love that there's you know there's so much truth around that now if you talk to the guys who are on the actual team they'll Wasn't tell you there's some, like that yeah, yeah they'll tell you there's some you know some creative all, liberties taken but, I, right, but same any, with hoosiers yeah, and rudy and, and remember the titans understood yeah you you have to take some creative license to to make it play for the the masses you know but, what else friday night lights the movie I've not seen the TV show, but the movie I, I really like. I didn't love Friday Night Lights. Mm. Didn't love it. Um, that might be a generational thing. Probably. Um, but yeah, I didn't love Friday Night Lights. Okay. About Texas football. Yeah. The book was even better. Uh, what else are we what else are we leaving out? Moneyball. I'm kidding. I thought it was fine. It wasn't anything. Great. I mean, Adnan brought up Hoop Dreams yesterday. Again, it's uh, it's good. It's different. I mean, it's blue a, chips? It's, a, it's a documentary, and it I takes a while it. to get through. I, I love Blue Chips. It, you know, it's again not top five for me. Um, but yeah, if it's on, I'm watching it. If it's okay. it, you, you've never seen no. it, the the end when Nick Nolte kind of gives his uh, you know his goodbye when he resign, you know, he quits. Um, after oh, spoiler! They, they win a bit. Well, you, you, you haven't, if you haven't seen it by now, the movie's what like twenty five years old. Kidding, You're probably I'm not kidding. going out and, and watching it uh, anytime soon. Um, they, you know, they beat Indiana. It's a big win for the program, and you know he did it with players that he paid for, and he you know he can't you know he can't take. He's got this you know inner turmoil going on. Uh, that speech that he gives at the end about paying the players, and it's. Uh, you should just watch just that one scene if you don't want to sit through an hour and a half. There is a Jim Beheim cameo in that movie, by the way. You're, you're aware I've heard, of that. Yes. You should watch it. Penny sometime. Hardaway, Shaq, and Jim Beheim. I've heard. Yeah. Nick Nolte is the head coach. It's uh, that is a good movie. Not top five for me, but uh, I mean, there are so many. Again, we could go on and on. If you'd like to chime in on this, 315-437-7644. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. Game day coverage of Syracuse football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by CNYRealtor.com and Geico. We are the pulse of the orange. ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1.